0: This is Kathy Kruger,
1: And this is Jonah Bosser.
0: Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service.
1: Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life.
0: And today our very special guest is Rotary scholar and now Rotarian, Marissa Williams. And today we'll be talking about service by the younger generation.
1: So, Marissa Williams, welcome to Radio Rotary.
0: Thank you guys very much for having me. I'm excited
2: to, you know, talk to you guys a little bit about what I'm doing and, you know, kind of explore that connection from Interact to Rotary. Okay. so Something I'm very passionate about.
1: When people who are not Rotarians think of a Rotary meeting, they think of a bunch of old guys smoking cigars and sipping on brandy, uh, sitting around at a two-hour lunch, which by the way, I do recommend uh, (laughs) that you come to a Rotary meeting and see the truth because even though I resemble that, the old guy, I don't (laughs) smoke cigars, but I will sip brandy. uh, You are are of the younger generation, and uh, therefore we have to tell everybody how old you are.
2: Yep, I'm 25, just turned 25 on Monday.
1: Right, and I have sports jackets that are older than you are, but that's okay. So uh, what got you interested in Rotary first as a teenager and now as a young adult? Yeah, of course.
2: So I went to Millbrook High School, and I was an Interact member starting out freshman year. Um, It was very, yeah, freshman year, yep. Uh, Interact was already pretty established at Millbrook High School. I mean, it's a smaller high school. um, So we didn't have a ton of clubs to choose from. But um, within my family, you know, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, clubs in general, we're always very encouraged. And especially, you know, giving back to the community. So Interact was kind of, you know, attracted me in that sense, just because I had grew up, grown up in a family that valued those kind of things.
1: And we should probably explain to our listeners that Interact is our high school Rotarian clubs. Mm Yes. Right. And it's devoted to service. So, what kind of service projects did you do when you were in Interact at uh, the high school?
2: Yeah, we did a bunch of different things. Um, The projects that really stood out to me were, you know, we always had uh, blood drives twice a year, which I believe we're still doing or they're still doing at Millbrook High School. We did actually plant a peace pole while I was Mm -hmm. there as well. And so we had a nice little ceremony for that. Um, Another project that we were passionate about is we actually clipped coupons and sent them abroad to, um, you know naval bases army bases and things of that nature i believe it was called coupons for troops Mm. and i know that project is still alive i don't know if the interact club is doing it anymore but um i felt very blessed that we had a really good relationship with millbrook rotary club so we had a lot of opportunities for funding for projects that you know we wouldn't have been able to do like the peace poll if our you know our rotary club didn't support it um but yeah, it was, we were very involved and it was a great opportunity. And what an can,
1: incredibly clever idea, the, the coupons for our right. armed forces, because they don't make a lot of money. They usually have pretty big families, you know, uh, and they're living on base. And, you know, if you help uh, stretch a buck, that's for them. That's, that's very good.
0: And you did food pantries. Didn't you collect food for food yep, pantries? I think that was those. huge. right? Yeah. Yeah. We we did a
2: variety of different projects kind of catering to different, I guess, mission statements. I mean, we did uh, the polio project. We yes. would do Purple Pinky on, I remember, Fridays at lunchtime, which was popular. Explain um, what guess, that is. Yeah. yeah uh, I believe. So, you know, I apologize if I don't remember everything about this project, <laughs> but I believe we... We would do it I think twice a year and we would only charge a dollar. Right. And we would dip whoever donated the dollar their pinky into a little jar of purple ink. And so it was pretty cool. It got people talking within the school and a lot of you know younger people don't understand that polio is still a problem. In other parts of the world. You yeah, know, let me explain that
1: let me explain the genesis of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, when I was a boy, uh, the polio vaccine came out and we all got little sugar cubes, and it was a big deal because mm-hmm. just as the vaccine for coronavirus now is a big deal and people are looking forward to taking it, back then, you know, the polio scare had a lot of parents worried, my own mm-hmm. included. And when the vaccine came out, it was fabulous. So people think, well, gee, polio was conquered in the mid-1950s through the Salk and Sabin vaccine. Why are we still talking about it? 60 some later. Well, around the world, polio uh, was still endemic when uh, Rotary uh, went to bat and tried to put polio out out of its misery (laughs) completely. And uh, we went from thousands of cases a week now to just a handful a year. And what they do when Rotarians go overseas to give the two drops through the mouth to children in Africa and uh, places in uh, the subcontinent, they dip their finger in uh, purple ink to show that this child was taken care of. So that's what that's all about. So our guest on Radio Rotary is Marissa Williams. She's a Rotarian, uh, and a former uh, Youth uh, Service Interact member, and we're discussing service in the younger generation. Right. Now, Marissa, uh, you- Yes, go ahead, Kathy.
0: She got scholarships. Right, let's talk about that. Rotary gives scholarships to high school students going to college. Let's talk about that. Please tell us about what you did with different Rotary clubs in order to get scholarships. Yeah, definitely.
2: I think, I mean... Of course, being an Interact Club, I'm sure, helped me be competitive in the Rotary scholarships for sure. Um, But I think it also just what made me a competitive candidate was just being so involved in the community, right, and making those connections. And I think it was a good learning experience as well, being what, you know, 16, 17 years old and realizing the value in those relationships Mm -hmm. and networking. And I think that's partially probably why I, I did feel pretty competitive in those scholarships. Um, I mean, I was involved in sports and things like that. And I think just the fact that I went to such a small school, I had those opportunities to get a little bit more involved compared to maybe other individuals. Um, but it's, it's very cool now being a Rotarian here in Stowe, Ohio, because we offer scholarships. scholarships right. And I get to be on the committee now. And I'm looking at applications. And I, you know, I'm involved in the golf outing that raises the money for these scholarships. And so, it's really cool to kind of be in that circle now. You know, I was a recipient, understood how important that impact had on me of, you know, getting that Rotary scholarship and, you know, trying to also get other individuals involved and seeing the value in that scholarship as well as becoming a Rotarian down the line as well. Now,
1: you mentioned you're in Ohio, Marissa, and Mm -hmm. uh, after graduating from uh, high school here in the Hudson Valley, you Mm -hmm. went off to the University of Akron, and what did you study?
2: I studied political science and economics.
1: And you still uh, had opportunities for service as a college student, did you not?
2: Yes, I did, did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was involved in a, a bunch of different things. We actually didn't have um, a Act Club. I know that's the college level Rotary Club right. normally. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I, I guess if I look back in time, I wish I had established one or at least gotten involved. Akron does have a Act Club, but I believe it's more it's more geared towards young professionals rather than college students. College kids, right. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And we're going to find out more about Mercer Williams' uh, trail to service through Rotary in just a moment. But first, Kathy Kruger, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well,
0: Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored this week by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuit, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We'll
1: be back with more of Radio Rotary right after these messages.
0: Hi, this is
2: Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, Our website, aarauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to aarauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's aarauctions.com.
3: This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of Mental Health America of Dutchess County and the mid Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, the Mark Agency. Are you a veteran or a family member of a veteran? Is life a struggle at times? Do you feel lost or alone? Let our MHA veterans help you. Contact Anthony Kaboris at 473-2500. He and his team will do anything they can to assist you. MHA of Duchess, the leader in helping our heroes and their families.
1: Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Tree Blossom. My usual co-host, Sarah O'Connor-Clater, is away this week, but we have the producer. All hail the producer, the boss lady, Kathy Krueger on the mic. Hi, Kathy.
0: Hi, Jonah. I am so excited about this interview. <laughs> you
1: know why? Because we have a terrific guest, Marissa yes. Williams, a former member of the High School Rotary Club and now a Rotarian in her own right. And she's calling us from Ohio, but she's a Hudson Valley native. And uh, Marissa Williams, welcome back to Radio Rotary.
2: Yeah, thank you guys for having me here.
1: So for those who may have joined us late, tell us about your introduction to Rotary as part of your high school experience.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So just as a recap, I mean, I was an Interact member, ninth grade through 12th. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have Rotaract available to me in college, but I actually was involved with Circle K, which is the Kiwanis College, I guess, club version, you mm. could say, of Kiwanis. So I didn't quite, you know, take a break from being in a service club. I just kind of jump shipped to a different organization. And then once it became a young professional, went right back with Rotary. <laughs> and, and <laughs> we love all our all Kiwanis service friends. service is good. Yes. Oh, yes. We definitely. We love our Kiwanis I'm, friends. Right. I, I, loved, I loved my experience with Circle K, the local Kiwanis club here in Akron. I have nothing but great things to say about right. Kiwanis, Lions Club, all of them. Yeah.
0: And, and I'm amazed because, you know, um, when you're, uh, a, she's a scholarship re- recipient. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. mention that for Marissa. And we were very honored to support her she was like one of the few that was like all four years of college that we were able to, to help her out a little bit. And um, you did so much community service while you were a student. Mm-hmm. So just tell us a f- just a few of the things you did. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I,
2: I feel very blessed where I went to college, had a lot of opportunities. The culture here in Akron is on like something I've ever seen. Like never seen before. It's very collaborative. There's lots of opportunities to help, you know, entrepreneurship and local nonprofits. And everybody here is so willing to help one another. So, I mean, I was very involved. One thing I love to do was the Akron Canton Food Bank. And I'm actually doing that now with my Rotary Club. So, I've been able to continue to volunteer there. Um, I used to do it in college every Saturday morning, which maybe not all college students like to get up at 8 a.m. on a Saturday and organize meet, but I found it really fun. And, you know, kind of recruiting my classmates to do that with me and just getting involved and meeting more people within the community was a great experience. Um, With my Circle K Club, we did things like um, we helped a... Which uh, we a domestic violence yes, uh, organization locally. Mm-hmm. Here we would throw, you know, Valentine's Day parties. I remember doing that, uh, Halloween parties, and things of that nature. And it was just so it was so great to just get involved and you know, have that face to face interaction.
1: So you know, Marissa, this is very impressive because uh, cranky old people like myself have a vision of the younger generation of being constantly scu- uh, 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 glued to their screens <laughs> and you know doing video games and. Chit- Chatting and Instagram and Facebook and your all that. Phones, I'm too, right? <laughs> I'm too old to to get involved in. But you're doing hands-on, feet-on-the-ground uh, stuff to help uh, your fellow citizens, which is very commendable. Now, at the University of Akron, you studied uh, what? Again, remind us.
2: Economics and political science.
1: And what are we doing now that you're a young professional? Yes.
2: So- I'm not quite doing exactly what I thought I was going to do, but. And I, no I, one ever does. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually really, really enjoy my job. I fell into a job as an underwriter uh, for a commercial insurance company. I actually underwrite insurance for ambulances. Wow. So, wow. During this COVID time, it is very unique. Oh. Um, and when I interviewed with this organization, I mean, they really, I think they understood what I was about. I interviewed for a few different products and they said this, this you know, young person, she would do really well with ambulance, you know, and there's these people who by nature, a lot of these EMTs, they love their community. They like to give back themselves. Right. A lot of them are Rotarians mm-hmm. as well. I mean, I know we have some Rotarians here involved in, you know, the Akron area who are EMTs and ambulance individuals. So I feel very blessed that this is the product that I'm working for. And I get to work for these very dedicated people in the community. And it's it's definitely been interesting with COVID especially. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, tell I, us
1: about your rotary club out there in Akron.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's about 50 members. So we're a little wow. bit on the larger size compared to some of the other clubs around here. Um, I kind of I don't want to say I fell into it. I mean, of course, I Googled Rotary Clubs near me. It's a breakfast meeting. And I'll never forget my first day. I sat at a table with, you know, as you had mentioned, Jonah, kind of your traditional <laughs>
1: <laughs> old geezers. Gentleman. Old it was geezers, me, like a little older
2: uh, <laughs> generation. Yeah. It was me and like six men who are probably over the age of 70, to be okay. very honest nice. with me. <laughs> you. But she everybody was so nice to me. The the president was a female. She came up to me immediately introduced. Everybody, of course, in a way I stick out like a sore thumb, right? I'm yeah. five. This young person shows up. They're like, who are you? Like, what are you doing? Here? And it's not a bad way. It's they really want young people to join. Right. I mean, I think that's kind of one of the unique perspectives I can bring to the table for Rotary is. What projects? Yeah, no projects. projects. And I always say to my fellow Rotarians in my club, you know, hey, if you need somebody to move boxes and you need someone to do manual labor, you know, I'm your I'm your girl. Right. (laughs) I mean, I think that's what young people have to offer a lot of times in these in a lot of clubs where the population or membership is a little bit older. You know, I think sometimes it gets too much focused on maybe the money aspect and the younger people can bring that labor
1: and without question, young people like yourself bring not only new ideas and fresh perspective, but a lot of energy. energy. and it mm-hmm. makes those of us who are, you know, haven't been 25 in several decades, uh, it, it brings back enthusiasm for us. It, it mm-hmm. makes us more motivated. And folks at home, if you would like to uh, join the fun, the food, and the fellowship of Rotary, go to Rotary.org. R-O-T-A ry.org, click on the club locator button, type in your hometown, find out where your local Rotary Club meets, if they're meeting online, it'll be on their website, and join us. You'll get to meet great people like Marissa Williams, our guest today on Radio Rotary, and Marissa, let people uh, who are either in the high school uh, bracket listening to us or, you know, in your age bracket, uh, you know, 25, 30, why it's great to be a Rotarian.
2: That's a a loaded question for sure. (laughs) I think... One of the things I tell my friends who are my age, right, whom, you know, they always are like, what is Rotary? That's always a big question. There is a lot of value in building relationships with people of all different ages, especially from a professional aspect as well. I work with a lot of other individuals who had whole careers in insurance and I can grow from that. So there's that aspect. I also think, you know, when you're no longer in college, sometimes you struggle to be connected to your community mm-hmm. as much as when you're a college student. So Rotary gives you that opportunity to not only have more familiar faces and maybe a new area, but also get involved in local projects and different stores and local small businesses and in area maybe where you're not too familiar with because a lot of a lot of my peers have had to move and acclimate themselves in a new area where they don't know anybody and they don't know where to go to eat or anything like that where to live where's a good an apartment so i think joining rotary helps you not only get involved in your own community but also
0: just expand your network and And you well you came from the hudson valley and then you went to ohio you probably didn't know a soul when you got there i didn't yeah i
2: mean i i have some friends still from college of course who live in this area um but a lot of my friends you know they went off to say law school or med school things like that right you know
1: we're going to find out more about our great guest marissa williams path to rotary service right after these messages so stay tuned
3: there is always a reason to live This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of MHA of Dutchess County and the Mark Agency. Suicide impacts tens of thousands of people each year and is often the result of untreated depression. Do not let the stigma keep you from talking to your doctor. The Claudio Cares Foundation and MHA want everyone struggling with depression to know that we all have a reason to live. Don't be a statistic and don't leave your loved ones wondering what they should have or could have done. What is your reason to live? Call MHA at 473-2500.
1: Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banks Residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14
0: locations throughout the tri state region, in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes
2: our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Palt, and Newburgh.
1: Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service.
2: Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal personal. personal business, and wealth management needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com.
1: Salisbury Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. An equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank
0: 845 752 2216.
3: Three months ago, there weren't enough masks. We were desperately sourcing from all over the world. People were making face coverings from scarves and bits of fabric. Now there are plenty of masks, but some people don't want to wear them. Come on, mask up America. Brought to you by the Ed Council. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is
1: Jonah Trebowasser. I'm joined at the mic by uh, my co-host for the day, uh, Kathy Kruger, and we have a terrific guest, Marissa Williams, who we're delighted to welcome back to Radio Rotary all the way from, O oh, hi, oh. Hi, Marissa. Hi, how are you guys? (laughs) Fantastic. So we're we're learning about uh, Marissa's uh, path to service and how service is important to the younger generation as well as uh, those of us who are not young anymore or young at heart, shall we say, right, Kathy?
0: You're young
1: at heart. I'm young at heart. So Marissa, we we learned a little bit about the fact that you were in the high school interact club uh, in the Hudson Valley and that you continued your uh, program of service uh, in your college career. And now you're a young adult. You are a member of the local Rotary Club there in Ohio, and um, some of your services could be outside of the Rotary family. I understand that you did a little bit of time in the Peace Corps. Is that correct?
2: That is correct, yes. I immediately went right when I graduated, I believe in August, two weeks after graduating,
0: went off to the Dominican Republic. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hey, now that's near and dear to my heart because um, we have uh, two Rotary members that started a program that and we've gone to Haiti and to the Dominican Republic oh, to do medical gosh. missions. So that is great. Yeah, I actually was um, serving right on the border of the mm-hmm.
2: Dominican Republic in Haiti. So I'm very familiar. We weren't allowed to go into Haiti, but you could see it. Yeah. <laughs> Haiti's you having some difficult
0: times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Well, yeah. some people may be surprised though the Peace Corps still exists because it started when I was a young man by President Kennedy and you know you heard a lot about it back then and a lot of people went and my generation went and volunteered for the Peace Corps and that sort of got quiet and, and a lot of people are surprised that it's still around. Um, what, what was it that you were doing down there yeah. in the Dominican Republic?
2: Yeah. So I was a um, community development volunteer so I worked within the schools. Um, I helped the school counselors with things like sexual sexual education bullying um clubs things of that nature um i also worked with a women's club there uh there was also a technology center that i also worked with um the community that i served in actually was pretty big it was about the size of akron so wow depending honestly where you are serving in the peace corps uh the country and as well as location, has a huge impact on a person's service, right? There were people in my cohort who didn't have service for weeks, and they were up in the mountains and completely cut off from everybody. Running water was an issue, things like that. I had a very different experience. Um, I had access to internet Constantly, most people in my community, you know, they did have cell phone or a computer or had that access. We had water all the time. So my experience was very different than some other people. But I think with time, especially in the Dominican Republic, a lot more communities will have as much development as I had experienced there.
1: So, Marissa, wow. you returned home from the Peace Corps from the Dominican Republic and uh, established your career in insurance and joined the local Rotary Club. And name your local Rotary Club is? Stow Monroe Falls. All right. And you're meeting online or in person or a combination? We are
2: meeting online right now. Yep. But normally we are a breakfast club, which is right and up my alley because I love omelets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and where do you meet?
2: So, we when meet you- at a country club here. Okay. Um, I oh, believe nice. it's called the Stowe Country Club, but it's It's awesome. I mean, the breakfast is always good. That's my favorite meal of the day. So <laughs> and you said it's 50
0: members. So it's a, it's a mm-hmm. nice large club. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: So when things get better and, and people are meeting in, per, in person again, stop by, say Marissa sent you. And uh, as I said, join us for the fun, the Food, the Fellowship. Learn what Rotary is all about. And you couldn't learn from a better person than our uh, energetic guest, Marissa Williams, who is a shiny example of, ro- of what a Rotary is all about. Service above self, especially self. at the young age of 25. So uh, Marissa, tell us a little bit more about what your club does.
2: Right. Yes. Yeah. service we programs. Yeah. yeah, we're involved. We have... Um... We kind of have our feet dipped in all sort of different projects. Um, we do once a month, we go to the Akron Canton Food Bank, which is the project that's probably the most near and dear to my heart. Um, I also helped with, we did a Stuff the Bus uh, project, which Yay! we're doing every year now. It's so cool. Uh, we recognize that a lot of teachers in the Stone Monroe Falls School District were dipping into their own pockets to um, buy products for their classrooms, for individuals who maybe you know couldn't get those resources from home. So the goal of this project is trying to cut into those costs, you know, try to provide that from the community. So we've done Stuff the Bus, just, you know, drives. Well,
1: well before you leave it, why is it called mm-hmm. Stuff the Bus?
2: So we actually got a school bus in the oh, parking no, was yellow lot. school buses, yeah. A massive yellow school bus in this lot where there was a Target, Staples, and Giant Eagle. And we stood outside and we asked people, hey, it was during, you know, tax-free weekend. We said, hey, here's this list of items that there's a demand for, can you please just buy a few things? So the object of it was to stuff that whole entire yellow bus. And we raised a lot of money and products, which was so awesome. And so we distribute that about, I believe it's, like at the end of every semester, teachers will submit a little worksheet that says what they, you know, requesting, what they need. And we have some cash too, so that if people
0: have a unique request, we can service that as well. And this is huge because my son-in-law is a teacher. And I remember every year, he he would at the beginning of the year, especially setting up his classroom. And all that money came right, like you said, right out of his pocket.
1: Oh yeah, that's oh, a know? common experience of teachers. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they devote themselves to their kids, no matter what it takes. And uh, besides Stuff to Bus, what are some of the other service projects that uh, either you're persi- participating in or you thought of yourself?
2: I don't think I have, can take any credit for starting any projects. Um, in the year and a half I've been involved. But, you know, we we do, like I had mentioned before, um, we have the scholarship program with my club as well. So we host a golf outing every year to raise funds for that. And that's donated all for that. Um, we also do something that's really cool. A, it's called Bulldog Bags. Uh, it's oh. through our school district as well. And what happens is they're, it's not ran by Rotary, but we'll help with the donations each month and sometimes give monetary donations for this. Uh, it gives individuals or students who are on assisted lunch program, they get oh. sent home every weekend with additional food. So that's, yeah, food or, you know, toiletries, like toothbrushes and toothpaste and things like that. So I always like to kind of help in ways that I can with that as well. And I know some, some of the Rotarians will go and volunteer during, it's like a lunch
0: hour on a Friday. Um, And that's perfect. We have a Rotary Club that calls it the backpack snack attack. And they want to make sure that kids have something over the weekend when they don't have this School lunch, you know, mm-hmm. that's being subsidized and for them. So
1: right. yeah, and it's, yeah. it's put in a backpack. Because what does is that well, so nobody teases the kids saying, well, you know, they see a big brown bag of groceries. Nobody right. teases them for being in need. They may just think it's a backpack full of uh, full of books. So Marissa Williams, in the minute we've got left, invite everybody that's your friends and your fellow. Uh, was it millennials? Is that what you're considered I to guess, be? I
2: guess, yeah, I guess I'm still a, millennial. a millennial. I'm yeah, right yeah. on like, that line, but All yeah, I right, consider myself Invite,
1: invite everyone
2: yes, to join yes. Rotary and tell them why it's great join. to be a Rotarian. Come join Rotary because the more of us, when I say us, I mean, you know, even under 30, I think it'll just attract, they'll start some fuel for more people, you know? I think a lot of people, when they walk in and they see maybe they don't fall into the average age group that they see, they get a little bit nervous. But I think it's one of the best things you can do is make connections with people of all different ages and recruit more, bring that energy, you know, bring, bring whatever you can to the table, I think is so important. I always tell my friends that, you don't have to join Rotary and donate $1,000 a year. You don't have to, you know, it's not this huge monetary commitment. You have so much more to offer than just money or, you know, you just have time. And that's one of the most valuable resources. It's have. Time. Yes. And as young people, I think that's what we can do.
1: Well, Marissa oh. Williams, thank you for everything you do to make a be- the world a better place through Rotary, and thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Yes, yeah, thank
0: you, thank you guys for so all much you, for you do. Me. Yeah. All right,
1: and Kathy, who brings us Radio Rotary this week?
0: Well, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and by the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Fomont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster Suffern, Walk Hill East, Wappenshire Falls and Warwick Valley, New
1: York. the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Clayton will be back next week. Our producer Kathy Krueger and our production director Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website RadioRotary.org.